Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10, that's V-I-A-T-O-R-10, for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message. It's time for the word. Anybody else ready for the word besides me? Lift your Bible, so let's make our confession of faith together. For God's glory, this is my best year yet. To the word I'm about to hear, I believe, I obey, I manifest, and that settles it. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, we tell you, sir, that we are open and we are ready. Speak, Lord. Come on, tell him, 915, say, speak, Lord. I am open and I am ready. In Jesus' name. 915, can we just put 10 seconds of worship and praise on campus and online? God's about to speak to your situation. He's about to speak to your life. He's about to speak to your future. He's about to answer prayers. He's about to take discouragement. He's about to take frustration. Feels good in here, y'all. Come on, open up your mouth. Say, I'm open. And I'm ready in Jesus' name. Let's go to work. So our series is called Stop. Everybody say stop. Here's what we're doing. You're learning what you must stop so that God can start. There are certain things that God says, I will not start it until there's something that you must first stop. And Wednesday's message was called Stop Lying. And I taught you from Joshua chapter 7 when God tells Joshua to stop praying after losing an easy battle. There are some battles in your past 12 months that you should have won easily, but you did not win because there was something you needed to stop before God could start. Here's what I'm excited about. You still have a pulse. And since you still have a pulse, hit me Facebook, that means God still has a plan. Can I get a few of you all that are excited? Here's your excitement. It's that I may not have won some battles in my last 12. 
But since I still have a pulse, you better watch me take what was a loss and turn that thing into a win in my next 12. Open up your mouth, please, and say, I see wins in my next 12. Why did he lose this easy battle? Because of a man named Achan. And Achan's name in Hebrew, the language of our Old Testament, it means trouble, trouble, trouble. And sometimes the trouble is in the people around you, but sometimes the trouble is in you. And you have to be careful that you are not, watch me, trying so hard to deal with the things around you that you never confront and address you. Can I tell you the most difficult person to confront is yourself. Why? Because it makes you have to look at the man or the woman in the mirror and say, there's some things that you need to change so that you can win. Here's what I'm excited about for everybody in your section. Is they're no longer afraid to deal with themselves. They're no longer afraid to look at themselves in the mirror and say, you know what? You better get your stuff together. You know what? Maybe that was the right attitude to have up until this point, but now something has got to change. I need you to encourage somebody next to your fist bumper and say, something's got to change in you. What do you mean? You're not going to be fearful the way you used to. You're not going to walk in anxiety the way you used to. You're not going to sit up talking about God. How is it going to happen the way you used to? You're going to say, God, I've seen you work in the last 12. And I know you're going to work even bigger and better in my next 12. So look at Joshua 7 and 11. I like when this happens because God plays the numbers. There's something called biblical gematria, which is the biblical numerology. It is the spiritual significance of a number. And there is great spiritual significance in numbers. Pay attention. The number seven, watch me, it means completion. It is literally the number of shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, and all is well. Can you say it with me? Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, and all is well. Say it with me one more time. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. Pay attention. In other words, God will let you lose so that you can see what's missing. So you can see what's broken. So you can see what's lacking. So you, you can make it well. I'll say it again. He'll let you lose some easy battles so you can see what's missing. So you can see what's lacking. So you can see what's broken so that you can make it well. Pay attention. In Joshua 7, God says, literally, I'm about to set you up so that you can see what is not right. Because Joshua, you got people on your team that have your jersey, but watch me, they're sabotaging the plays. And I came to tell some of y'all, watch me, some of your losses have come because you got people on your team. They've got your jersey, they know your lingo, they know your talk, they know how to sweet talk you. But the truth is they are trying to sabotage your plays. God's about to reveal every saboteur that's been in your life. God, I wish I had somebody. I said he's about to reveal every saboteur that's been in your life. So watch me. The Bible says that they, Achan, now watch me, seven is completion, but 11 is dysfunction. Seven is completion, 11 is dysfunction. So watch me, in verse 7, 11, something's about to be complete because we're about to reveal the dysfunction. Something's about to be completed because we're about to reveal the dysfunction. And you're going to be shocked because you're going to look at who it was and say, I thought they were for me to only discover that that mark has been plotting against you. Woo! But the plot that they planned against you, somebody say, it's not going to work. How do you know that, Bishop? No weapon that is formed against you shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that rises in judgment, it shall be condemned. The Bible says they, but it really wasn't they, it was Achan. This teaches us a principle that anything that you allow around you, you're guilty of. Your silence is given consent, and your consent makes you a co-conspirator. 
they have taken some of the devoted things. It wasn't them, it was Achan. Watch me. They have taken some of the devoted things. They have stolen and lied and put them among their own belongings. And here's what we learn. Watch me. Look at verse 12. Therefore, as a result of lying and stealing, the people of Israel cannot stand before their enemies. Pay attention. One man did it, but because of the seat he held, he held up the whole camp. One man did it, but because of the position that he held, he held up everybody else. Watch me. Do not fight to hold on to what's holding you back. I'll talk over there because I'm not hearing nothing from this middle section. Do not fight to hold on to what's holding you back. Some of y'all are so in love, watch me, with poison. There are certain things you have got to let go because what is an Aiken? It is a noun. It is a person, place, thing, or idea that creates trouble. It is a person, place, thing, or idea that creates trouble. It is a person, place, thing, or idea that creates trouble. And notice what the Bible says. And because of this, they cannot stand before their enemies. Which means, watch me, I should have been able to do this easily. But because I got saboteurs in my camp, what was supposed to be easy has become difficult. Mm, Y'all still here? And I taught you on Wednesday that there are three, uh, three basic ways that we lie. Let's deal with this. Number one, lying to God. Look at John 4, 24. The Bible says, they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And I taught you on Wednesday that truth in Greek, the language of our New Testament, it means true to the facts. What's the facts? The facts are God. Here's my reality, but here's your word. I don't deny my reality. Uh, watch me. But I receive your word and I make that my reality. Let me see if I can make this a little bit more simpler for you. See, some of y'all, you're so used to faking and pretending with people that you try to do that with God too. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. But God says, be real with me and tell me that right now you are pissed off. Y'all not going to talk to me at this 915. That right now you're angry. Are there any real people at this 915 that can say, watch me. I have had to learn how to be transparent in front of the Lord, which means, God, this is how I feel. But guess what? My feelings, I have to give them to you because I cannot live by my feelings. So I give them to you because I can be real with you. Watch me because you won't judge me because of how I feel. You won't judge me because of my reality, but you need me to be real with you because you cannot heal what is not real in the first place. There's some stuff you need to be honest about. Yes, that hurts you. Stop pretending like you're Superman or Superwoman. You ain't Karen White. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. You have to stop pretending. Open your mouth, please, and say, I must stop pretending. It means true to the facts. Then look at this. It means in reality. There are many Christians who do not deal with God in reality. It is like it's a virtual reality. What do you mean by that, Bishop? Is that the only time that you deal with God is when you need something from him, but you do not deal with him in the reality of your everyday life. So the only time you want to worship is when you're struggling. That's not worship. That's manipulation. Because if the only time somebody calls you is when they need something from you, that's not your friend, that's a user. And some of y'all, watch me, let me go on and preach strong since y'all ain't gonna say that after Some of you are guilty of usury because the only thing you reached out to people for is when you needed something. Y'all ain't gonna say that. When you needed a friend, but you were never a friend to them. When you needed some money, but you never helped them. When you were trying to bust, y'all not gonna say nothing to me? He says, true to the facts, in reality, look at me, with sincerity. God says, I'll take somebody real over a fake somebody all day long. 
Let me help you. See, there are certain people that look at you and they're like, why is God helping you out? Why is God blessing you? Why are you doing good? Because they look at you and think, well, you made this mistake. You made that mistake. You've done this. You've done that. But yet God is still with you. And yet they think and they've done everything right. I've done this. I've done this. I take this box. I take that box. But God says, I'll take a Mary Magdalene over a Judas all day long. Because Judas, you're sitting up at my table, but you do not have my heart. And this woman who you are trying to judge and condemn because she's made some mistakes in her past, she's got my heart while you're sitting at my table. I'd much rather have the heart of God than see somebody sitting up pretending all day long. Fist bump somebody and say, be real with God, please. That's why you can't let anybody ever judge you. Well, you made this mistake. You made that. I may have done everything that you said that I did, and I am not who you say I am. Why? If any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. All things are made. On three, holla new. One, two, three. On three, holla new. One, two, three. Oh, watch me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Then you can line up people. And I taught you on Wednesday that on average, the person in your seat tells a thousand lies a year to other people, which means on average, you lie three times a day to other people. Now, here's the deal. The danger with that, and I know most people don't think that they're liars, and so we're going to have to deal with you lying to yourself because you told her that I looked nice. You knew good and doggone well. You told her that you liked the food. You know good and doggone well. <laughs> That's exactly what you did. You told him something good, but wasn't true. Well, ask me. Here's what you have to be careful of. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Look at me. For some of you, you get mad that people aren't honest with you. But watch me. It, 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 should you be mad or should you just realize that's your crop? Did you sow dishonesty? And because you were like, it's just a little white lie. But see, a seed is always smaller than the harvest. Which means you may have told a little white lie, but you're going to reap a whole conspiracy. Y'all. It's quiet in this building. You, you, you may have told a little lie to keep the peace, but then later you're going to have war. Then finally, watch me, we can lie to ourselves. And this perhaps is one of the areas that um, is most pervasive in culture today because people are always talking about you need to be true to yourself and you need to, you know, and all that. And they all say it with like that weird little, you know, just be true to yourself, you know. And like if you, I was an elf. I'm not an elf. Yourself. Like yourself? Watch me. <laughs> that just really like, oh, oh, oh. It's like. It's like makes my skin crawl. Am I the only one? All right, here we go. Look at what Jeremiah says. Because people say, just be true to yourself. Who are you? Just, 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 just don't have your truth. What's truth? Look at the scripture. The human heart is the most deceitful of all things. And it's desperately wicked. Look at what New NLT says. Who really knows how bad it is? In other words, you will say this. You will say, I just need to be true to me. Which version of you? The fighting you or the lying you? The warrior you or the wimp? Because all of us have both of them. And I came to speak to the warrior that's on the inside of you. Mm -mm. I need you to stir your faith up, 915. Say, at my next 12 months, they'll be my best 12 months. This is important. 
Because a lot of times you will be true to yourself and who you're being true to is actually a cursed version of you. You're being true to the cursed version that you asked God to deliver you from, but now you want to be true to that. I see this as a pastor all the time. You see people evolve and change, and then they'll get into some little thing because they've been listening to somebody. I just want to be true to myself and all that. And then they do all of that, and then they end up being truthful. Watch me to a cursed version of themselves. And so, and so watch me. Because they don't instantly drop dead, they think God is pleased, but they're dis. I need some of y'all to hear me. God is like, if you don't stop lying to yourself, Y'all ready? Bible says because they're lying and they're stealing, did they lose? And one of the lies, you ready? This is so good that we can tell ourselves is to stop following through. Jesus. Whoop. Whoop. There it is. Thought you knew. One of the lies we can tell ourselves, you ready? Is to stop your follow through. You know why? Most people don't lack talent. They don't lack skill. They don't lack ability. They don't lack money. They don't lack creativity. You know what they lack? Follow through. It's quiet in this building today. What is follow through? It is the continuing of an action or a task. Watch the last part. To its conclusion, you don't get credit for 80%. You get credit for what you finish. And I came to get somebody today, watch me. We're not about to have any more of these run-on sentences. You're about to finish some things, and you're going to finish strong. You're not going to start a whole lot, but not finish a whole lot. Can I get you to open up your mouth and say, my favor is found in my follow-through. Come on, 915. Type that on the chat and in the building, shade up with authority. Say, my favor is found in my follow-through. Now, what is favor? Favor is when God gives you preferential treatment. Favor is when God leans in your direction. Favor is when the rules say A, but you're going to get B. Favor is when you shouldn't make money off the deal, but you end up making more money than anybody else off the deal. Favor is when you don't have to go through the same process as everybody else. Favor is when your name is brought up in a room full of people that have the ability to change your situation. Can I get you to put your first and last name in the atmosphere? Go. Your name is about to be brought up, and because of your follow-through, you're about to receive favor. Please, 915, say, favor's on my name. Now, now, this is important, because favor is the currency of God. What do you mean, the currency of God? Favor is the currency of God. Over and over in the scripture, you would see people that maybe did not have A, that they thought they needed, but because they had favor because they followed through their favor made up for what they did not have in another area and for some of you you keep trying to say well i need this i need this i need this god says no what you need is favor but you cannot get favor unless you have follow through watch me look at galatians 5 and 7 you were doing so well who stop now we figured out what happened with your follow through who made you stop let me tell you why people stop following through it's because of a who. It's quiet on campus today. Let me tell you why people all of a sudden get funky attitudes out of nowhere. Who they've been talking to. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. Come on. Let me tell you why people all of a sudden are faithful and consistent and they shift. You wanna know why? Because of who. Look at what Paul says in Galatians. You were doing so good. Who made you stop? Stop there means who cut into you? 
Uh-oh, that means uh, we, we see how you stop because you got your feelings hurt. They cut into you. But, but watch me. We'll never know what's in you unless there's an incision made so that what's in you comes out of you. So maybe you need it to be hurt so that it would reveal that you're still bitter over what your daddy did. Let's talk. Maybe you need it to be cut into. Maybe you needed your feelings hurt. Watch me. To reveal what's on the inside of you. Sometimes God can't get something in you unless he makes an incision just like surgery. and says, now let me cut this open. It's going to hurt. It's going to bleed. But I need to put something in you and there's something I need to take out of you. I need you to open your mouth and say every painful experience. Say it. Works for my benefit. What would happen if when you had a painful experience, instead of trying to run out of it, you were like, God, show me the purpose in it. Why? Because there's something that I need to see that was in me that only this cup is going to reveal. And there's something you need to put in me that you can only get in me when I was hurt. Let me prove it to you. There are things you wouldn't listen to until you hurt. See, people change when, one of two times. When you learn enough that you want to or you hurt enough that you have to. See, some of you, watch me, you force God to the extreme. What do you mean? You make him have to cut you. Because that's the only time you will listen. Other than that, you'll sit up in church and say, I hope you listen. I hope you listen. Listen to this. Watch this. And God is like, I'm talking to you. Look at me. Look at me. Cut into. Impede. Somebody say impede. This is what this means. This means, watch me, who did you let? I'm trying to get this way. Who did you let? And if you notice, watch me, it's, it'll always be the same spirit, different person, different, different person. So you, you keep fighting with people. So now I got an issue with black men. Now I got an issue with white women. But that ain't really the problem. That ain't really the problem because it's the same spirit that keeps trying to impede you. And, and, and watch me. And, and at some point, you're going to have to get hip to the game and realize, wait a minute, it's not flesh and blood I'm fighting with. It's a spirit that's trying to impede me and trying to... It ain't about what they look like. It's not about their race, their background, or their color. Somebody said, this is a spirit. Watch me. Thank you. And then look at this last one. Detain you. Come here. Detain you. Let's go. Detain you, which means, which means, which means I'm trying to go, but, but it keeps holding me back. I'm trying to progress, but it keeps holding me back. And, and in fact, what's crazy about what's holding me back is, is that I'm acting like a victim when truthfully, all I got to do is bust a move and get my... If you don't fist bump somebody next to you and say, just bust a move... I, you're sitting there looking like a victim, but you are not a victim. You're sitting there looking like I, and they won't let me go. Baby, you better bust a move and turn. You better find a way to make it happen. Open your mouth and worship God for five seconds and say, I'll make it happen. Go. Five, four, three, two, one. Your mama's not going to hold you back. Your daddy's not going to hold you back. Your pastor's not going to hold you back. Your failures are not going to hold you back. Open up your mouth and say, I will not be held back. I will not be held back. I will not be held back. Here we go. So let's go. Let's go. Here we go. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Who made you stop? That's why today's message is called Stop Stopping. 
Who made you stop? You ready? Look at the verse. It says, you were doing so well. Who made you stop? What did you stop doing? Obeying. Listening is what got you blessed. And now you stop listening thinking you're going to be able to. It's amazing to me how serving gets people blessed and then they stop serving. But serving is what got you blessed in the first place. But I'm too blessed now to serve. Baby, you're about to lose the blessing because the service is what got you blessed. It's amazing. I'm here. Faithful giving is what's got your finances the way that they are. But then you stop faithfully giving, thinking, well, you know, I can't give now because I'm too blessed to give. Baby, you're about to lose everything. I came today on a 911 page. Listen, who remember them 911? I got a 911 page from the Holy Ghost that there are some of you are on campus and online. Well, here's your issue. You keep stopping, and God says, son, you better warn them because if they don't get back on their square and back on their assignment, the very thing that got them blessed that they stopped doing, they're about to see a reversal. And I need you to speak it over your life, say, but not in my house. Look at the verse. Look at the verse. Look at the verse. He says, who made you stop obeying the truth. He says, you stopped obeying the truth. Look at me. What does truth mean? You ready for this? Look at what this means. Man's duties to God. He said, who made you stop? There's five T's that are your duty to God. First is your time. That's faithful church attendance. We're a hybrid church, so that's on campus and online. And I know on a day like today, we're spring forward. It's a whole lot of y'all grateful for this whole hybrid thing. <laughs> I see y'all at the house now. Time I come on, Bishop. Preach, preach. Thank God. Thank God for hybrid. Hey, ba, hey, sha. Thank God for hybrid. You know, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Look, look at me. Say five T's. These are your duties to God. God says, this is what you owe me. You owe him your time. That's funny. You give everybody else your time. You give everybody else your time. But ask me, that, you'll let them waste your time. And then let church go over an hour and a half. And you're like, come on, Bishop. Come on, let the power fall. Can it fall? Let the power fall, sir. Come on. Let me go make some popcorn. I will dare you give other people what you do not give God. Uh-uh. We're about to have a praise break right here. Why? Because when he could have threw you away, I need you to open up your mouth and say, but he kept me. So I owe him my time. It's never too long. It's never a burden. It's never too much. Never too much. Never too much. Never too much. Open up your mouth. Say, I owe him my time. Look at this next thing. Look at this next thing. This next thing, your treasure. That's your faithful giving. God says, you owe me your faithful giving. Well, Bishop, what's the big deal about money? God says, wherever your treasure is, there your heart is also. So you owe him your tithe. You owe him your offerings. You, you owe him these things. What's me? It's amazing that everybody else will get what they're owed. And then let you have a little attitude. Because Bishop didn't respond to my DM within five minutes. As if what I do all day is sit around. <laughs> Hundreds of messages a day. <laughs> you got a little attitude. Because you don't like the way somebody looked at you. 
Can I just get you to look at somebody around you and just say, 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 listen, I got nothing but love for you. Tell them. Say, don't start nothing with me. Feels good right through here. Feels good right through here. Look at this next team. Look at this next team. Look at this next team. This next team. Your talent. This is serving. Everybody else gets your talent. TikTok gets your talent. Instagram gets your talent. Facebook gets your talent. Then you come to church and all of a sudden ain't got no talents. Come on and serve. Well, I just don't know what I can do. And so today, for today's message, we pulled up a few of you all's social profiles because I wanted you to... I'm going to tell you exactly what you can do. Listen, we owe God serving. We owe him that. See, what is my talent? That means I serve. I get to use my gifts, talents, skills, and abilities to serve. Watch me. And I don't need a check to serve. Can I help some of y'all? If you get paid for everything you do, you've never served anybody, which means you never, watch me. The Bible says the greatest among you should be your servant, which means there's a part of you that's going to have to recognize I cannot equate time to money because there's some things I just got to sow. I dare you to open up your mouth and say, I am a sower. Come on. Look at the fourth T. The fourth T. Fourth T is your thirst. That's passion in your prayer, praise, and worship. Sometimes, can I be honest, 915, in this, in this building? And can I be honest, 915, in this building? I will stand there, and I will look, and I will just want to come just like, I just, well, okay, so since he said lift your hands, y'all just going to put your hand up. Put your hand up. Stand there. Open your mouth and tell him you love him. Open your mouth and tell him. Like sometimes I just want to walk over and be like, this is how you do it. You know how to make love to everybody else but God. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me? Y'all ain't going to say You know how to be intimate with everybody else but God. And I need you to learn how to take the postures of worship. It's a posture of intimacy. I lift my hands. I clap my hands. I open my mouth. I jump for joy. I need you to open up your mouth and say, I owe him passion. Look at me. Can we keep it 1915? Can I preach to y'all like y'all 1115 crown? I said, can I preach to y'all like you 1115 crown? Nobody wants a passionless lover. Y'all not saying nothing to me, so it's about to get super real real fast. Don't nobody need you just laying there. Y'all not going to say nothing. So how are you going to come to worship God and you just sitting there? No passion, no nothing. He's been too good to you for you to lack. If you, 915, I'm going to come out there. 915, I'm about to give you 10 seconds. One, two, three, go. Go, 10. Lord, we love you. Lord, we're passionate. 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 Tell them, say, Lord, I'm passionate. Watch me. Watch me. You can be seated. Watch me. Worship is intimacy. It's connectivity. It's an exchange. That's why when lifting your hands, there's two Hebrew words, yada, toda. One means I'm going to give him something, but the other means I'm going to receive something. I need you to open your mouth and say, I'm passionate in praise and worship. Nobody wants, think about this. Have you ever been sitting with somebody that's totally disconnected from what you're talking about? Who wants to have a combo with somebody that's disconnected? You sitting there just pouring out. And they, look, and they doing this. Really? Ooh, wow. For real? 
Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Wow. For real, that happened? Duh. How did that, uh, hold on. Wait, wait a minute. Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. No. What'd you say? Look at me. You want people to lock in on what you're saying. How is it when it comes to God, you want to do everything else but lock in on what he's... This is why on Monday nights when we pray, we go in. Why? Because I owe him passion in my prayer. Father, we just want to thank you today, Lord. God is not into this Denver spirit prayer, okay? What do you mean, Bishop? The Bible says the effective, fervent prayer of the righteous. Effective means specific and strategic. Fervent means passionate. It means hot. God says, I need your prayer to be hot. Not your breath, your prayer. Come on, this is the whole 1115 at this 9:15. That hour didn't mess me up. You hear me? I don't know what time it is. I thought it was a dream team party. I didn't know what I was coming to. You ready? Somebody say hot prayer. God is not into this. Father, Lord, I, I just, gee willikers, Lord, I, I just, Lord, can we just have a good day, Lord? Hey, Lord, 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 we just make, a, God says no. Now listen, your hot may not be the same as my hot, but it needs to be hot. God says, when you come to me, you better come talking that talk. Y'all not going to talk to me. God says, when you come to me, I need you to talk that talk. Like everything you ask for, the answer is about to be yes. And when you come to me, come talking that talk. Like I cannot deny myself. And when I see you, I see myself. When you come to me, talk that talk. I need everybody on the count of three to say, talk that talk. One, two, three, talk that talk. God says, I do not need you coming to me with these little punk prayers. Give me some passion. Be in passion. If you were pleading for something from anybody else, you'd be passionate. And here's what God gets. Here's what God gets. Move that car. Here's what God gets. You get home. Take your little clothes off. Father, in Jesus' name, I just thank you. Lord, just thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And God is like, even you don't like that. You're not in high school where breathing on the phone is cute. Y'all not going to say nothing to me? Y'all not going to say nothing to me, 915? You be holding the phone. You sleep? No, no, I ain't sleep. I ain't sleep. I ain't sleep. I ain't sleep. What you watching? You still watching in living color? What you watching? God says, give me some passion. Some of y'all, you know why you feel far from God? It's because you come to him with punk stuff and he's in the passion. Only reason you feel far is because he's looking at that like, I don't know what that, who you talking to? When you come to me, talk that talk. Come on, this feels like an 11.15 to me. Come on, elbow somebody next to you say, talk that talk. 
When you come into God, you got to say, Father, I thank you that you hear me and you always hear me. And the words that I am saying, I am saying because life and death are in the power of my tongue. And Father, I may not know as much scripture as somebody else, but what I have is passion. I may not know as much Bible as somebody else, but what I have is passion. Can the passionate people please stand up right there? Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. Come on in the app. Say, I've got passion. Look at me. Look at this last one. Look at this last team. Testimony. That's me. You get to invite people to church. Pay attention, guys. This is your duty to God. God says, once you meet me, introduce somebody to me. Now, I just want you to see this in practical life. If you meet somebody you want to date and you like, um, what do you do? You want to go introduce them to people. Some of y'all make the mistakes and you introduce them to everybody. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me? You, you talk too much. So you give the enemy something to attack. Because you post it. And there's some things you need to keep private until you know that it's permanent. I'm going to back the thing up. Let me back the thing you post it, and you should have learned how to keep it private until you know that it's permanent. Because all some of y'all doing is posting so other people can go get in the DMs. Listen. Y'all ready? Pay attention. Watch me. Watch me. God says, when you meet me, introduce people to me. You do that if you're dating somebody. You'll do that with a friend. Oh, I just want to introduce y'all to my friends. You'll do that with a restaurant. Find a good restaurant. Some of y'all have heard me mention places. And then in your little, you pretended like you was taking church notes. And you was on Google Maps. Papa Dose. And didn't even know how to spell it. P-A-P-P-A-D-O-S. It ain't coming up, Bishop. I know, D-O-U-G-H-S. <laughs> of all of my online family, listen, that's about the best we got, okay? That's about the best we got. All right, all right, I know. I know in Atlanta, y'all have other options. In Denver, that's about the best we got. All right, all right. If you want it seasoned. Now, if you don't want it seasoned, we have other options. But if you want any salt or pepper... Y'all looking at me like I'm lying. If you know somewhere they season, I want to talk to you after church. Don't come down here with no, hey, Bishop, how you doing? No, come down here with your Google Maps open, okay? Because I want to know. She said, you know, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know today. Woo, because in seven days, it's getting ready to happen. <laughs> All right, let's go to work. If you know a good restaurant, you'll introduce it to somebody. If, if you like something, you'll introduce it. God says, it's your duty to introduce people to the Lord after you meet them. It's your duty, look at this last T, to invite people to church. Say the five T's. Five T's. All right, can you say them with me? Say time, time. Treasure. treasure, talent, treasure. thirst, treasure. testimony. Treasure. These are your, look at Galatians, these are your duties to God. Y'all ready? We're almost done. Say, these are my duties to God. Look what the Bible says. You were doing so well. Who made you stop time, talent, thirst, testimony, treasure? 
Look what the Bible says. How did he persuade you? In other words, you just got pimped. And what's a trip is some of y'all getting pimped by non-professional pimps. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. I'm going to preach it anyhow. Feels like a 915 to me. Bishop, how did this happen? Through conversations, there was this group of people in Galatians called the Judaizers. Say Judaizers. They persuade the Galatians to make decisions contrary to what they'd been taught. So they start stopping because they picked the wrong emotion at the wrong time. Look at Galatians 5.10. Bishop, how do you know that's what happened? Look at Galatians 5.10. Whoever is upsetting you, which means they got you in your feelings. And when they got you in your feelings, you stopped what you should have continued. And I came to tell somebody, it's time for you to stop stopping. Sometimes you're going to have to tell yourself, this is not the time for that. Practice with me. Say, this is not the time for that. I cannot stop. I will not stop. I'm a true soldier. Look at Ecclesiastes 3.1. To everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. Our prayer should be this. Lord, help me to pick the emotion that will allow me to follow through until I see favor. Because some of you are just, this is just how I'm feeling. But that's, this is not the time for that. But I can't control my feelings. That's your first mistake. Yes, you can. Let's jaywalk over to Acts. The Bible says that the Apostle Paul, when he's in front of a king who has the power to put him to death, do you know what Paul says? I think myself, which means I picked my emotion because being sad ain't the right emotion for this. Why? Because if I'm standing in front of the king, I could die, but you know what? I could live. This could go negative, but it could be positive. I could be tripping over it on Monday, but by Wednesday, I can realize it was working together for my good. Open your mouth and say, this is not the time for that. Let's pray the prayer. Say, Lord, help me to pick the emotion that will allow me to follow through until I see favor. So let me give you this example. In Exodus chapter number 6, now we're talking about the children of Israel, the Hebrews. And in Exodus chapter 6, remember God plays the number. 6 is the biblical number of man, which means in Exodus 6, God says, I need to bring you to the end of yourself. When you see 6, that means God says, I need to bring you to the end of yourself. I'm going to say it again because some of you feel like, God, I just, I don't know how much more I got. He's trying intentionally to bring you to the end of yourself. Because when you get to stop, he's about to start. So in Exodus chapter 6, after 430 years, Moses must tell the people and Pharaoh to let them go. Now pay attention. Moses has to tell Pharaoh, let the people go. And Moses has to tell the people, you're about to be let go. The Bible says something interesting, that they didn't want to hear that. Why? Because their slavery and their bondage had been so severe that even when they heard good news, they were like, don't come to me with that. Some of you all, watch me, you are afraid of good news because you've been disappointed before. Why? They're going to scream because there's been no immediate change and there's been no immediate favor. Why? Because this requires follow through. I'm going to back the car up. I can't do this no more now. 
Okay, we're going to back the car back up. You ready? Let me, let me go on and literally back it up. I said, Bishop, what is the car over there for? It's a breakdown. Ready? Let me back it up. <laughs> Sounds like a Denver driver. Listen. <laughs> let me back it up. Look, and then they, they, no, this is definitely different. And they trying to floss with their Bentley, but ain't no top on the Bentley. And this model doesn't come in a convertible. Listen, I'm just messing. I'm just messing. I'm just messing. Elbow somebody say, have fun in church. Like, why come to church? If you don't smile, say, Bishop, but why should I smile? Because your next 12 are about to be your. And here's really why you should smile. If the devil could have killed you, he would. God put a hedge around you and said 2022 is about to be her year. 2022 is about to be his year. 2022 is about to be her year. 2022 is about to be his year. I need you to open up your mouth and say, I have a reason to smile. Here we go. Say follow through. So God tells Moses, let's just go with this. Because we're coming up on the spring feast, which is the Passover, which is when this happens. So God tells Moses, he tells Moses, let's say, I don't know, in January, February that year. He tells him, go tell Pharaoh, let y'all go. Go tell the people to let y'all go. There's going to be no immediate change. And there's going to be no immediate favor. Because this, if I say this, requires follow through. Say it with me, please say this. Requires follow through. So what happens next? There's 10 plagues. There are 10 plagues. And here's what happens. Every time Moses goes in, come on, you're going to be Moses. Come on, Moses. You're from North Denver, so it's Mo. All right? Come on. All right? So you, Moses, you're going to be Pharaoh. <laughs> All right? You're going to be Pharaoh. You ready? Now, here's the deal. Moses and Aaron goes with him. Um, come on, Aaron goes with him. Come on, come on, you're going to be Aaron. Come on. See, some of y'all be asking the Lord to use you. And then when I be looking around, you be trying to look around. <laughs> look down, and I'm going to call on you, and I'm going to say, camera, put it on her right here. Looking around. You ask the Lord to use you. Now, pay attention. Pay attention. How many people have to go into Pharaoh? Two. <laughs> Two is the biblical number of witness, which means God says there are certain things I'm about to let other people around you witness happen for you. So, pay attention. Ten plagues. So they go into Pharaoh and they say, Come on, let us go. Come on, y'all can do it fast. Come on. <laughs> oh, 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 wait a minute. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Action. I think you better let him go. He apparently was at the last series. So Moses goes in trying to show Pharaoh the app, talking about I think you better let it go. You ready? And when he goes in, pay attention. The Bible says, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Matter of fact, look at the scripture. Exodus 10 and 1. The Lord said to Moses, I have hardened that Mark's heart. I need you to pay attention. God says, go tell him to let you go. But then I'm going to make him say no. Question, what if God is behind the nose to teach you to stop stopping? Because your favor requires follow through. Your favor requires follow through. 
So 10 times you see this type of exchange where they come in, let us go, nope, let us go, nope, let us go, nope, let us go, nope, hey, nope, hey. Awami do it. Awami, Awami, Awami. This is really an 1115 vibe. It's, 11, it's a whole 1115 vibe here. You ready? One time Pharaoh was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I need you to pay attention. See, there are some moments in your last 12 months of life where it seemed like it's finally happening. And then right when you packing up, ready to go, I'm, I'm so excited. Then all of a sudden, God was like, clink, clink, shut that down. He was like, shut that down. And then he shut it down. I need you to hear me. Pharaoh couldn't control how God turned his heart. Because even Pharaoh was like, I'm tired of this. Y'all can go. But God shut it down to teach you and I how to stop stopping. Look at this. Look at this. He says, I have hardened the heart. Watch me. And the heart of his servants. Here's why. That I may show these signs of mine among them. Look at me. Look at me. You prayed for miracles. You prayed for signs. You prayed for wonders. Can I tell you how God gives you a sign? Through a no. But I need you to encourage somebody in your section. Encourage somebody online and say that Noah's about to be a sign. Oh, God, I want to go up right here through here. Say that Noah's about to be a sign. So look on the screen. 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 So 10 times, 10 times. Remember, God plays the numbers. 10 is the number of divine perfection. God says, I'm going to send you back until you look more like me. Mm -hmm, that's what he says to you. He says, I'm going to send you back. Like, so just think of the emotions of this. Because, see, follow through, it requires, watch me, you can't be arrogant. For some of you business owners, let me tell you why your business doesn't do the way you want to. Because you don't follow through. I send them an email. You better call them, too, and text them. Until they say, until they say don't ever talk to me again. And then even then, say, well, I'm going to see you at the King Supers. No house. So I see you. Hey, how you doing? I still do what it is that I do. Especially for those of you in sales. Listen, it ain't over. And they say, do not ever contact me again in your whole life. Okay, I'm not from that number. I'm just messing, though. <laughs> Guess the point. Say, say follow through. Your favors and your follow through. Look at me. Your fortunes and your follow through. So 10 times. Just think of the emotions. Because the first time, he's feeling real strong. You know, he got a whole little beat. You know, he got, you know, he got a whole little beat. He got a whole little thing. He's feeling real strong. He's feeling real good. You know, he's like, okay, you know, I'm the man. I'm the man. All right. So, so then Pharaoh's like, no. So look, they go back. They regroup. Okay. It's all right. We're going to be good. Everything's going to be all right. God got us. God got us. Then the Lord says, get up. Go do it again. They feeling good. They still got their little beat playing. They got their AirPods in. You know, they going. They doing it. Pharaoh says, no. Again, they go back. This time they're like, that's all right. Because we just needed, look, they go spiritual. We just needed to do it two times so we can witness something amazing. The third time's a charm. Then they go back the third time. And Pharaoh's like, no. I want you, everybody to stop right here. Imagine their emotions. Imagine how they felt. Let me talk to every man 
Imagine how beat down they felt after hearing no. When the only reason you're asking is because God said to ask. You were fine staying in bondage. You didn't want freedom. You were fine living where you lived. You didn't pray for more. You got comfortable where you were. You didn't ask for more. You said, I guess if this is it, then I'm good. But there was something on the inside of you that made you reach for more. Can I tell you, you're about to be glad you didn't stop reaching. You're about to be glad you didn't stop reaching. So just think about the emotions. So then God says, get up and do it again. They do it again. Oh, now they spiritual because it's number four. So they have to do No. They go back. At this point, the people are like, we don't even believe this is going to happen. See, God needs you to learn how to follow through even when the crowd quits. He needs you to learn how to follow through when even your own family says, this is stupid. This is dumb. Why are you doing? He needs you to learn how to follow through even after you got no, after no, after no, after no, after no, after no, after no. So then they go in on five. Five is going to be grace. Five is going to be favor. It's the time. It's about to happen today. And so, you know, they're getting all juiced up. They go in. You know, Pharaoh says, No. They go back. Six times. They're like, all right, how much more can I take? How many more no's can I take? See, because here's what some of y'all say. I can't take anymore. Oh, yes, you can. Oh, yes, you can. Oh, yes, you can. Is there anybody on campus or online where, where you've said over the last few months, Lord, I just can't take too much more of that. You better hear me. Yes, you can. Watch me. And yes, you will. Let's go. Yes, you can. Y'all better talk. And yes, you will. You better talk to me. Yes, you can. Come on, 915. Yes, you will. You ready? So then they walk back. So then they're like, seven is completion. See, some of y'all keep thinking your faith doesn't work. Because what you asked for, you didn't get. But what have you built? You've built a resistance to know. What have you built? You've built a tenacity to keep fighting. What have you built? That my pride won't let me not continue because I got a few disappointing answers. I will continue until I win. Matter of fact, it's not over until I win. It's not over. and It's not over. It's not over. It's not over. And it's not over. It's not over. Look at me. So they go in the seventh time. At this point, Pharaoh's like, y'all are some brave dudes. Y'all must be from Memphis. Because y'all got a tenacity I ain't never seen before. Y'all must have grew up in Orange Mound where you fight till you win. Nope. They go back. The people don't believe in them anymore. They're doubting themselves now. But sometimes God needs you to build up something in you that makes you say, well, I will continue to obey my last instruction until I see victory. So they come into the eighth time. New beginnings. Pharaoh says no. But in these latter times, Pharaoh started letting them do stuff he didn't let them do before. Because he said, they said, well, let us go worship. He said, fine, go worship. In other words, what's going to keep me following through? 
This is why during church I take these praise breaks. Why? Because I'm trying to get you some more fuel in your tank. I'm trying to get you some follow through in your tank. I'm trying to get you some energy in your tank. Can you take five seconds and go in right there? Five. Go. Four. Come on, we're done. Three. Two. One. So they come in. They come in the ninth time. Pharaoh's over it. Pharaoh's like, go get back to work. <laughs> you ready? But then something shifts. Because my favor is going to produce, or my follow through is going to produce favor. Because see, while you're feeling wore out, you've been wearing your enemy down. If y'all don't talk to me. While you're feeling wore out, you've been wearing your enemy down. And for some of y'all, I came to tell you, when the enemy sees you, you shouldn't be scared of him. He's scared of you. Why? You have wore that trick down. You have wore the enemy down. He's like, everything I throw at that man, he keeps getting up over and over and over and over again. Open your mouth and say, I've worn the enemy down. Open your mouth and say, I've worn the enemy down. So watch me. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this, look at this. So God makes them follow through until they see favor. So the last time, Pharaoh get a, Pharaoh get a little arrogant. Look at me. God has let some people say some stuff to you and do some things to you that you're like, God, you're going to allow this? You better hear me. God is like, I let them do that. Because when I, when I, this got can I go in 15? Because when I cut his head, and I'm here to tell some of y'all, God's about to trouble what's been troubling. Watch me. And who has been troubling? Let me talk over here. Do I have any faith? God is about to trouble what's been troubling. And who, come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. Come on, at. Say he's about to trouble. What's been troubling me? Look at me. I'm glad they lied on you. I'm glad they told a false statement. I'm glad they misrepresented the information. God is about to cut some heads. God is about to cut some heads. Translation. Translation. What does that mean, Bishop? That's an urban colloquialism. That means God is about to take Pharaoh out back. Because see, the Pharaohs thought they were gods. So Pharaoh's son was regarded as a god. So God says, I'm about to come after the firstborn. And I'm going to release the death angel. Uh Uh-uh, you didn't hear me. Not the death demon. The death angel. Which means God says, I will take vengeance for my people. Y'all excuse me, 915, but I sense the Lord saying to everybody today, God says, I'm glad you didn't clap back because I'm about to release something. They can't pray off of them. I'm about to release something. Listen, listen. He released the deaf angel. And when he releases the deaf angel, the Bible says everywhere where the blood was, the deaf angel had to pass over. So he couldn't touch the Hebrews. Say, it can't touch me. That's why coronavirus came for you. 
but she couldn't touch you. She couldn't take you up out of here because you covered. I, if, if you don't just do this with me, say, I'm covered by the blood. I, you might get close to me, but you can't take me up out of here. The only thing you're going to do is make me value my life even more. The only thing you're going to do is make me maximize every single. You ready? So, so the death angel is released. I got to go. The death angel is released. And the Bible says that it goes to Pharaoh's house. And it takes out Pharaoh's firstborn. It takes out not only their firstborn, but it takes out the firstborn of all their animals too. God says, you're going to know that this is me. See, because you remain prayerful and you remain silent, God says, I'm going to be the one to handle them. But your favor requires follow through. You ready, 915? So what ends up happening? So Pharaoh, this is, this is, Pharaoh's like, I can't believe this. In fact, Pharaoh threatened them and said, the next time I see you, I'm going to take you out of here. Pharaoh threatened them and said, the next time I see you, I'm going to kill you. See, for some of you, it ain't been that intense. It's just what they did was they thought they were going to shut you down. I was talking to one of my leaders the other day, and they said something. They said, I had just seen through the years the hostility that comes against you. And it triggered something in me because I was like, I just be fighting. I don't even be thinking about it. And then they said something. That just, it's, it was super simple, but it just stuck with me. That They said, really, it was trying to stop harvest. He said, but really, it was trying to stop you. And then... Oh, I got a little. I got a little. Come on, y'all. It's a, it's a, it's a 11 15 vibe at the 9 15. Come on. So, so some of y'all don't know nothing about that at, at, at the 9 15. So, you know, when you tap your head, now, every lady with braids or a sew in or a lace front, or a fella with some braids or something, and then braids start itching, you got to tap on them. It's quiet. But that's something you only see in places where, watch me, don't come in correct. Because this means, let me fix this itch so I can come fight you. Okay, all right, too much for the 915. Hold on, let me bring it back up. Come on, let's make it more bougie. Come on, come on, come on back. Praise the Lord, everyone. Hallelujah. You ready? So Pharaoh threatens them. And when Pharaoh threatens them, God is like, you ready for me? If y'all don't shout off of this, I'm not preaching to them for teams. Y'all tell him, tell him he gone. <laughs> tell him he took a trip on a Sunday like some of y'all be doing. Tell him that. Bishop got to have a life too. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> oh, my rebukes are so strong today. Oh, I'm coming for you today, y'all. Oh, look, I, fi I, fi I figured out God is with me. So forget who ain't with me, because I figured out the King of Kings is with me. The Lord of Lords is with me. The great I am is with me. So whoever ain't, I'm good. You ready? You ready? Here's the deal. God pushed this so far to make Pharaoh open his mouth and threaten them. Mm -mm. He pushed Pharaoh. Now, I'm gonna get to something we understand. You're like, Bishop, it seems like it's getting worse. Because he's about to push them to do something that makes him respond. 
So the moment Pharaoh threatened them, God says, oh, no. I feel like God was in a meeting with Michael and Gabriel and them, and God was like, oh, no, Mike. Oh, no, it's about to be a whole situation down there. So watch me. So the Lord, he, he deals with them. But I want you to pay attention to Exodus 12, 36. You ready? Now, this is the part for you to shop. I'm telling you up front. And the Lord had given the people. It's an underlying word. Can I get you to type it in all caps online? Can I get you to shout it in the building on three? What did he give them? One, two, three. Why? Because they kept following through, 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 following through. Look at me. So the Lord had given the people favor. It took 10 no's. It took 10 declines. It took 10 buildings that didn't work. Y'all ain't gonna say to me. It took 10 people on your team that weren't good fits. It took 10 no's. But the Bible says, and the Lord had given the people favor in the sight, watch me, of the same people that were against them. Open your mouth and say, say, even my enemy's about to favor me. Somebody to my right, I just heard the Lord say, by this time tomorrow. Somebody to my right, I just heard the Lord say, by this time tomorrow. Whoever was giving you trouble last week, they're about to see you differently this week. If you think it might be you, put a praise behind that. You may not be to the right, but you can still act like I was talking to you. Let's go. And the Lord, who gave him favor? Who gave him favor? Not Pharaoh. And the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Look at this last part. So that they let them have what they asked. So they went in and asked for gold. You know what the Egyptians said? Here. They went in and asked for silver. You know what the Egyptians said? Here. They went in and asked for clothes. You know what the Egyptians said? Here. Why are we doing 21 days of fasting and prayer right before the spring feast? Because you're about to get exactly what? I'm just giving you Bible. What you asked for. And I need some of y'all to ask for some big stuff. We ain't asking for nothing little. I need you to ask for your house to be paid off. Ask for your family to be saved. Ask for you not to owe any debt. Come on, say, I'm about to get exactly what I asked for. You ready? Question is, when did this happen? When did this happen? Some of y'all, you already... That's okay. A good shepherd always has the answer ready. You ready? It happened during the spring feast. Please pay attention, which we are about to enter. Now, some of y'all still trying to figure out, Bishop, what are the feasts? I'll teach you about that. Only thing I need you to know is that 5,000 years ago, give or take a few thousand years, <laughs> 5,000 years ago, y'all ready? When God's people followed through 
they got favor. And it was during the spring feast that Pharaoh said, go. And they had favor when they left. Y'all better hear me today. I came to tell somebody, you ain't got to worry about the details of, of, of all of the rest of the feast. The only thing I need you to know is your follow through is about to give you some favor. Can I get you? I know you've been shouting a lot, 915, but this is for your own favor. Can I get you to release a praise right where you're at? Go. Five. Four. Woo, that thing is good to me. Three. Why are you still sitting there? Your final dude's about to give you some favor. Stop stopping. Stop stopping. Stop stopping. Stop stop. We got to go. It's 1056. We got to go. If you're on campus or online and you're not a Christian, this is your moment. If you need to become a Christian for the first time or recommit yourself to the Lord, wherever you're at, this is your moment. On the count of three, I'm going to ask you if you're in the building, raise your hand. Online, do the hand wave emoji. Say it's me. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord. Or be sure. Come on, somebody say, I'm glad I'm stopping. Stopping. You'll get it. Woo! You're about to be glad that that no just made you dig in deeper. That their hate towards you just made you fight even harder. I'm glad they don't like you. I'm glad they hate you. You got to go. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Wherever you're at, on the count of three, on campus, raise your hand online with a hand wave emoji. Whoop! Y'all excuse me. But Pharaoh's about to give me what he owes me. Pharaoh's about to pay me what he owes me. How much he owe you, Bishop? A lot. How much he owe you, Bishop? A lot. How much he owe you, Bishop? A lot. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. I just want to know if there's 25 of y'all that can run to this altar and dance with your bishop. I just need to know if this, that's all I need, 25. That's all I need is 25. Can you come dance with your bishop? Why? Because there's a lot that you owe. Come on, TikTok. Come on, Facebook. Come. You say, Bishop, I can't dance. Then just leave. Just leave. Just leave. Just leave. Oh my God, we gotta go. Oh my God, we gotta go. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Come on. I just need you to put a crazy praise right If you need 
to become a Christian or give your life to the Lord for the first time in this building, raise your hand online to the hand wave emoji that says to me, one, two, but first to God, to God be the glory. You need to become a Christian for the first time or recommit yourself to the Lord wherever you're at, on campus or online, on the count of three, raise that hand. Online, do the hand wave emoji, just say it's me. One, two, three, if that's you, hand up in this building. Do the hand wave emoji, just say it's me. Everybody, pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart, that you are my Lord and Savior. Favors in my follow-through. I follow through to the Lord today. And my next 12 are going to be my best 12. In Jesus' name. I need you to take your phone out, text this word decision to this number on the screen, 877-552-4746. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film... Or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.